This podcast contains swearing and occasional disturbing content. I don't need to live in this physical realm. I walk around in the physical realm. In the spiritual world is where I live. I exist in places you never even dreamed of. Welcome to the Holy Strangers Podcast, episode <laughs> 75. My name is Gav. What happened to hello? <laughs> hello, my name's Sarah. I said hello, didn't I? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> my name's you just Strangers. totally missed it out and was giving me this real intense look. Oh, I know And then that. went, and welcome to the Holy Strangers Podcast. <laughs> I know, I did it on purpose. Okay. Jim Morrison in the doors back in the day, he would stand there on the stage and he would he would w- make the audience wait for ages. He'd go quiet, and then the old band would go down, and he'd make him wait for so long to they're like going to walk <laughs> out because it was almost like an art piece for him, an installation. Oh my god! They're almost going to walk out, and they'd just go, oh no! and they'd oh all go god, back into really? the, the song. Yeah, yeah. He would he would hang them on because he wanted them in his grass's hands. Mm. So he'd make them, and, do it. and then the rush of going back into it was just like, and they all were fucked on acid anyway. Yeah. Anyway, oh, hello okay. everybody, <laughs> welcome. Uh, we are here today to talk about a crossbow animal. I know nothing of this, no mm. research at all. Not because I'm lazy, ladies and gentlemen. Not because I'm lazy, because I want to be like you guys. I want to come in fresh. Well, you guys might not be fresh. Some of you might be stale. <laughs> <laughs> That's fresh. I don't mean that at all. You might be seasoned. In, in, That's a, a much better way of putting it. Seasoned. Yeah. You're, not, in, you're um, not stale. The knowledge of this person in, in particular. Um, so I'm looking forward to that and we could go into that. But before we do that, we very quickly, Sarah did something the other night. She started a new <laughs> thing. She wants to tell us all about it. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm a trainee team member of Ghost Hunt UK. And what does that mean? Just repping the ghost hunt there. Um, so I'm training up to be a team leader and Ghost Hunt UK basically we go around uh, lots of paranormal locations in the UK and you can pay to come along and I, you might get me as your team leader one day and yeah. I'll be leading you in ghost hunting we've got lots of like EMF machines and Ouija boards and all sorts of business that you can have a go at yeah and come and see some ghosties and you did your first year like, how was it it was really good I was at Peterborough Museum and uh, did you have any experiences yeah just a little one when I went to get on the, the bed in the Victorian operating theatre I did feel something touch my hand and felt like a bit of a breeze come over me uh, uh, later on. Mm. Yeah, when a lady next to me, she had her hand touched as well, and then the breeze kind of went over me. You sure you weren't just touching each other's hands? Touching each other up in the dark. No, you sure you weren't touching each other's hands? (laughs) Positive. We weren't weren't holding hands, Wouldn't that be funny? I felt like someone's hand was holding me. I felt like someone's hand was holding me. I'd like to think that we'd know that, though. I'd like to think that as paranormal investigators, we would be a bit more... Clued up on that. Yeah, on the level with that one. So, yeah. I I like it, though. I think that's very good. Um, 
I hope everybody in the world's safe, enjoying yourselves, happy, uh, and doing whatever you're doing. And been checking under those beds after you listen to us and knocking those windows and things and make sure nothing oh, weird's coming yeah. out. But today, hopefully, there'll be no crossbows. Crossbows is a strange weapon of choice, isn't it? It's, it's, it it's, is. It, uh, uh, is it, uh, are we going like a super funky crossbow with yeah, like like a gun hun- handle? Well, hunting, trigger, hunting crossbow, yeah. yeah. Rather than a old school yeah we're not talking wooden, like old style yeah yeah spring loaded or whatever yeah um yeah uh it's a choice it's definitely mm. a choice because it, it is silent yeah it is it works the same principle as a gun yeah um deadly easily deadly what you look at like nine inch nail type things not just nails but not like do you know what I mean yeah. about little, or, or even probably longer probably about 10 11 inches arrows like oh, arrows yes of yeah. course darts arrows, yeah, yeah. yeah arrows quite, I suppose would be yeah. quite long aren't they presumably after a certain length a dart would turn, turn to an arrow I'm assuming so to be honest I don't really know that much about them I do quite I fancy I wonder what a precise moment of measurement you tip on the line, you know, well, today I feel like being a dad, tomorrow <laughs> I'm on out, you know, <laughs> just on the edge of it like a tightrope. Wow. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, um, I've always quite fancied having a go with, like, a bow and arrow, but I don't really know too much about crossbows and stuff, but I'm, I would assume they're quite quite deadly, yeah. Yeah, I have and, done uh, uh, bow and arrow. Have you? Yeah, archery. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you'd be surprised. Well, no, you probably wouldn't be. I bet it takes muscle. a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, yeah. Pressure you got to pull back, and yeah. it hurts your hands. And if you get, it's easy to fuck it up. Really yeah. easy for it to just because your hands slightly wrong, and the dot just flicks completely off. It's okay. and obviously, um, got to be very safe with it because yeah, yeah, dangerous, isn't it? I'd love to have a go though. Hmm. So if you're ever at a loss for a Christmas present, could get me an archery lesson or something. That'd be good. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Listeners, that's for you guys. <laughs> You just have like loads of archery lessons sent yeah, you now. Okay, become like a professional. Yeah, I'm here for that. <clears throat> the listeners That's fine. educated you and got you through scholarship of a <laughs> professional archer. Amazing. <laughs> I am here for that. Ghost hunting with archery. <laughs> we saw a movie last night and there was a, a ghost appeared in it for no reason at all and it was a pair of breasts. It was, the ghost. it was supposed it to be a nun, wasn't it? It was supposed to be a de- dead nun. But it's just see through, like, torso, breasts. Yeah, it was just boobs. And they killed someone. It was ghost, ghost boobs. It's the weirdest But movie. then the next time the nun appeared, she was actually a nun with hmm. a nun dress on and stuff and no boobs out. There's no boobs at all. No boobs out. If you want to see it, demonia, really? if it's you want to see awful. it. awful. Anyway. <laughs> Today, though, so this character here, um, uh, House Research... Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Interested interesting. in a fascinating like mindset of this person, or yeah, because it's way quite the kills are the kills. Uh... It's quite a lot. Well, to be honest, I haven't really got a lot of information on the actual way that he murdered them because mm-hmm. he never really spoke about it. Um, but we know that he did use the crossbow and he did stab. Uh, a lot as well and use a knife was he a hunter um no he wasn't a hunter but he's quite a weird character because that sort of a trait's obviously a hunter since you said that i assumed that, oh he was already a hunter no like, crossbow, no knife, do you know what i mean well yeah um i suppose but yeah he's a really weird character like he was at university doing a phd i think it was in like criminal psychology yeah uh, and graduated i think it was just before he started killing 
So yeah, it was quite a weird, it's quite a weird thing. Um, yeah, he's a very weird character. Lots of stalking. Uh, lots of like, you can tell there was a problem with his mum. You know, he's got something against his mum. Um, good example of the dark triad as well, which is interesting. You know, and interesting to kind of come across that because I'm not sure if I've ever come across such a good example of that with other murderers and stuff you know so interesting but we'll go into that when we get there okay but yeah it was it was an interesting kind of research thing so obviously i've got a book on him as well so i was kind of reading some of the book and you know kind of watching docos and and scouting the old interweb yep and then getting it all together okay um whereabouts are we based today Is uh bradford about- uk oh it's uk yeah i, I think i remember you saying now yeah that's even more interesting. Yeah, so uh, in, that's why because I went. Oh, it was a hunter. I assumed maybe I know, sort of North America well, or oh, something. Okay, because when you said is he a hunter, Canadian. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know yeah. if that would work over here. And I was like, well, no, it could do theoretically. I just said Canadian. Could, could work. Oh, did you? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why. Congrats, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange. I don't know why that that happened. Anyway, um, I assumed it would have been a hunter. Okay. Um, so uh, obviously we have hunters in England. Yeah, that's um, why but, I was like, oh, maybe. But we don't. Um, that part I didn't realise. But we don't. It's not, not so such much a big thing, a, is it? As a dear, America, dear rabbit yeah. fox, possibly, but yeah. not very much. Um, no. Um, okay. Um, what year? Decade? What uh, era? Two thousand and nine. Two Okay. that's the time of the murders but obviously we're going to go back a little further than that and we're going to kind of talk about his, his childhood and his younger years and stuff so yeah okay 2010 interestingly uh, the advent of the first iPhone smartphone no we didn't have smartphones before then oh okay um, reason saying that um, always good to remember that because when we go into these cases and how people get caught yeah. uh, quicker or don't get caught so quicker and different using different means especially technology especially now we use it all the time so uh, someone who's planning this shit now is probably going to use a smartphone a hell of a lot to yeah plan and sort of stuff communicate with people look what's going on where the police are have like do you know what I mean yeah we didn't have it then. So, um, interesting. So, this is from 2009, 2010. Yeah. Born Not saying everyone had them then, because it's only iPhones. Then everyone no, else dropped on the smartphone thing. One but. of his murders was caught on CCTV right outside his flat. Right. And he knew it was there as well. It's weird. He seems like he was intelligent, because he obviously is uh, education. Really, really clever. Yeah, really clever. But just... Uh, um, uh, somewhere along the line, something's not correct. Yeah, psychopath. Mm. Definitely. Okay then. Buck myself in. Yeah, it's not too terrible. Like I say, you know, I haven't really got that much information on the actual murders and kind of what, how many murders? Kill count. Only three. I say only three. Three too many, obviously, but. But yeah, not in the great. But not yeah, Yeah, not enormous. But there's not really a great deal of information on how he actually murdered them. You know, I'm not going to go into detail on that because he never spoke about it. He never talked. And they, and they couldn't for autopsies uh, no because they just got found remains got found of two of them and the other one was never found so right it's, it's bits he dismembered them so it's just bits that got found shit yeah okay then All right. go for it okie dokes so Stephen Griffiths the crossbow cannibal uh, Griffith, Griffiths is a serial killer from Bradford, West Yorkshire, here in the UK. 
He was charged with the murders of three sex workers in 2009 and 2010, but did claim to have murdered five at the time of his arrest. How old is he? Uh, uh, he was born in 69, so whatever that makes him now, he's like 55 now, is that right? <coughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, At the time of the Kinsen, so he was so in... So 2010, uh, like about 40s. 40, early, uh, early late 40s. 30s, sorry. Early okay. 40s. Yeah. Uh, Griffiths was born on December 24th, 1969, to also Stephen and Moira Griffiths. He was a junior. Yeah. His sister Caroline was born in 1972 and his brother Philip in 1979. Both his parents worked and they owned their own home in a small village. As Stephen grew up, the wider family noticed how much quieter and more introverted than the other children he was. In January 1982, Stephen Sr. and Moira divorced, with Stephen Sr. going on to marry his second wife Anne the following autumn. So he's not hanging around. How how long was that gap, sorry? Hey. How long was that gap, sorry? Uh, The following autumn, so in January they divorced... Oh wow! Yeah, so it's quite a quite a short time. Married again? Yeah. Jesus fuck. Uh, Moira took the three children and moved to a council estate in Wakefield. Was he already having a uh, uh, affair? I reckon he must have been. Had it lined up, so to speak. Yeah, it happens possibly quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, although the children still saw their dad regularly, the split took its toll on Griffiths, and he became more introverted and began to get into trouble with the police. Neighbours complained that he was shooting birds with an air rifle, dismembering them, and would leave them in the street. Oh, okay, so... So, uh, yeah, we've got... So straight we've off, we've got animal murder... Animal, yeah. ...and cruelty. Okay, so how old was he when doing this? Uh, so they divorced in 82, yeah. so I'm going to say... Let's say we're talking 85 just for argument's sake and he was born, and he was born in 69 so, about so he's about 16, 15 say so he's 15. about 15, 16 ok and he's killing animals what animals, sorry? birds birds, ok he's shooting them with an air rifle and then dismembering them hmm. ok, fine <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> okay, getting a, fine. Just put, put, put a little picture in my head okay. so, but, so he's obviously he's, what, what about his sister, do we know her uh, He's got a brother and a sister. Okay, and he was the uh, middle... He was the oldest. Okay. Do we know what the other two... uh... I've got no information on Mm. them. I've got no information on them at all. Okay. Um, It's it's, it's for most children when that happens. It's... uh sad um, mm. for the kids like there's this sort of separation anxiety and stuff like that um, yeah uh, and he's already sort of quite a sort of introvert and then he's gone more introverted mm-hmm. I guess then we're saying that the dad already had a woman lined up presumably there's you know working backwards presumably yeah that's under that can be kind of understandable i suppose because if your marriage is has been fucked for years you know yeah he probably is looking elsewhere he's probably got and another arguments are probably ensued yeah it's probably not a good situation um so 
Yeah, seeing that sort of stuff, that's probably making people introverted. I presume his brother and sister, maybe not both of them, but uh, presumably one more of them is also slightly introverted as well, I'd have thought. Don't you know. know. Um, okay, he seems fine. To, he seems to have been singled out, to be honest, because I was reading the book and it seems to be like a lot of his family noticed that it was him. You know, he was always the quiet one. He was always the one that wasn't at family gatherings or he was somewhere else, you know, sitting and, and reading a book. It's never spoken about his brother or sister being like singled out like that. It's always him. Okay. So don't know but yeah like I say I've really got no information on his brother and sister okay um, alright well 14, 15 killing birds and stuff okay alright so it's not a good start no um, um, he's old enough to know better then if his brother definitely. and sister were doing anything weird as well we would know yeah well, I know we'd have story. some kind of benchmark wouldn't you we'd, we'd, it would just be noted mm. so we'd know that um, yeah alright it's not up to a good start Okay, carry on. Go for it. Meanwhile, Moira, who was in her late 30s by now, began to focus more on her social life and started staying out late at pubs and clubs and would sometimes bring different men back to the house to spend the night. Cock. So this is where it goes wrong, I think. This is not at that kind of age Mm. for a boy Mm. to see your mum doing stuff like that and have her not there you know when your dad's not there either and and uh, he would be the one who's like right look after your brother and sister yeah he'd be the one left in charge because he'd be the oldest yeah so yeah you know he's, he's getting like obviously just total unhappiness it's anger building up yeah. I'd imagine but what what, start, what has just got him on to killing birds and dismembering them what, what? maybe he uh, anger as well I would think being angry at the situation and not being able to have any control over it you know your dad and your mum separating and, 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 and just doing this one taking thing taking frustration out on see, something maybe smaller maybe found oh what's this he's walking down the alleyway instead of a dead bird or something what's this oh it's some boxing gloves oh what's that? Oh, it's yeah. a garage opener with a boxing bag and he goes in and goes oh this is fucking great and just puts all his energy well, into that. Cl- yeah, that would be a much better use of your time. Yeah, what and I'm frustration. Saying, though, but he's just uh, this. Maybe he did find a bird on the ground before he shot them, and did this thing and got like pleasure from it, whatever. Like, or not pleasure, got uh, got rid of some of that anger that he didn't have to get rid of. Maybe. Yeah, and also I think it's it's control pain onto something else. It's control as well, isn't it? You know, you've got control over whether that animal lives or dies, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he hasn't got any control in his, in his actual life. life yeah. So you, yeah. you tend to look for that elsewhere. Yeah. So, so something control. like that, and and but, frustration but, but, and anger, you, you know, and causing the pain and killing that bird. But gaining that control in a really bad way yeah definitely mm. yeah shame you didn't get into like some zen thing uh, found like some peace and harmony or yeah way. I know but we'll go on to see like he's just got a really shitty personality so much shit going on there I don't think that ever would have been an option for him you know there's too much going on to take him to the dark side I suppose there's always going to be sort of rage fueled possibly mm. Okay, Uh, Moira never remarried and Griffith spent the later part of his childhood without a stable father figure in his life. 
Despite Moira's social life, and unlike most parents of murderers, they actually noticed that Griffiths was having issues, but instead of getting him some therapy, they put their money together and sent him to uh, the Queen Elizabeth School in Wakefield, which is super posh. Oh, as a parent, I always like to keep a note of when I hear about how killers people were when they're children. And the parents, I know, the parents, I used I'll just to keep as a well. note on it yeah. just to make sure. No, mine are not doing that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as one thing happens, goes. Oh, okay. Best, yeah. best write that in the uh, the book in the head. Yeah. Not tell anyone. Just to make keep a note on that one. <laughs> It's not a bad thing to be aware of, though. Not really. You know, obviously you spot the signs and and get them some help. Yeah, you know, don't let them go on to fucking be murderers and just ignore the situation. No. Uh, Incidentally, John George Haig, the acid bath murderer, also went to the same school for a time. So it doesn't really show you spending a load of shit, load of money on your fucking kids' education is going to stop them going out murdering people. Yeah. Brilliant. If they're going to murder, they're going to murder. So they should have sent him to therapy. I don't know why they did. Why I suppose that was probably not really a, not not around, but it wasn't really a thing, was it at that time? I suppose. No, no, no. no. Um, but yeah, you can go back and we did an episode on John George Haig, didn't we? Yeah. Go back and listen to that if you fancy some bodies dissolved in bathtubs. Lovely. Um, I think I remember the word sludge. <laughs> it's a uh, drinking game when the word sludge comes uh, up, you know, have a drink. Uh, ugh. Um, at school, Griffiths would attend classes with a briefcase containing a knife and kung fu magazines. Fucking hell! Uh, <laughs> I, 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 when I was at the school, it was the cool. I think I've said this before, or maybe on my own, maybe it's on my other podcast. Um, you used to have the, when I was in middle school, you had the wooden desks. Yeah, and a back. Yeah, yeah, and you come up. Uh, I remember one, one playtime, just not going outside. My friends like, hey, check this out. Come back from America. Had throwing stars. Oh, so we had the wooden thing up, and we we're just throwing oh throwing stars in class. <gasps> proper weapons that kill people. Wow. throwing them at the board. Oh my god. What the fuck? But that's what it's like in the eighties. Yeah. UK schools. Yeah, definitely. So what's going on here? Yeah. So he's going to briefcase <laughs> with fucking knives and, uh, and kung fu magazines. Where are the nunchucks? That's what I want to know. I don't know. know. I'm sure he's Everyone probably got some in there. I made my own. Made oh fake my ones. Oh god, really? Yeah, a really small chain. It's bollocks. Oh. Really, but it's like a fucking three inch chain. What's supposed oh. to do that? Oh. <laughs> you tried though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Enter um, the Dragon was a big thing when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched that at the cinema, didn't we? we? Did. That was really good. Second viewing of it, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, movie. really good. Um, and he maintained an unhealthy interest in killing animals. They're still shooting birds. Um, the police were called in. I was to waiting for him to escalate to like you know uh, large animals, cats. Yeah, cats and dogs and stuff. Um, the police were called into the school one time to investigate a number of poems that had been written on a toilet wall. The poems contained threats to kill one of the school's female teachers. Uh, the culprit was never found, but a number of Griffith's classmates believed he was to blame. At age 17, Griffiths left school without going on to do any A-level courses and began to drift away from his family even more, spending most of his time either in his room or wandering aimlessly around town. 
I wonder if it, if it, it has happened now, do you reckon? Oh, it's only 2010. Uh, no, no, that's the killings. Oh, okay, no, sorry. What if we'd uh, like had podcasts then? He might be able to start a true crime podcast. Yeah, maybe. But like, like number one. Yeah. True crime podcast. <laughs> Stop him being a killer. It'd be so good because he has a mic. Because like, oh, I really want to be a killer. That's why I do a podcast. Oh my god. That's not me, by the way. That's, uh. that's a fake <laughs> <laughs> uh, In the spring of 1987, he was apprehended by the manager of a local supermarket who had seen him shoplifting. Griffiths fought with the man before pulling out a knife and slashing him across the face, leaving him needing 19 stitches. Fuck. That's quite a few as well, isn't it? That's a big old car. Yeah. It's a big gash. Yeah. Oh, big gash on your face. (laughs) (laughs) He was arrested and while awaiting trial, a report on his psychological state was commissioned. The psychiatrist stated that they could find no evidence of mental illness, but Griffiths did appear to be suffering from a personality disorder. So I couldn't find specifically which one, but like I was saying, um, I'd say personally, probably narcissistic or antisocial personality disorder. Um, And like I was saying, it was a good example of the dark triad. And for those that don't know, the dark triad is uh, three interconnected personality traits had this come up before I mean yeah I think so uh, so it's narcissism Machiavellianism and psychopathy all together uh, narcissism is a self-centered trait and sufferers have a preoccupation uh, with their own needs often at the expense of others Machiavellianism is characterized by the manipulation of people indifference to morality lack of empathy and a strategic self-interest and psychopathy is a mental health condition consisting of uh, persistent antisocial behaviour, impaired empathy and remorse, and bold, disinhib- disinhibited, egotistical traits. So I'd say it sums him up quite well when you see what he goes on to do, you know, he sort of manipulates people so much, mm. it's so scary, mm. just doesn't care. Mm. Um, there is a, a converse to that as well, there is a light triangle, I did find out, which is religiosity, spirituality and life satisfaction. just to balance that out there was you talking about zen earlier so you can add that to your little zen list Um, at Leeds Crown Court on June the 23rd of that year he was convicted of wounding and sentenced to three years in youth custody of which he served less than half when his time in remand was considered this is another annoying thing you're going to see with this story as well (laughs) it's so annoying like fucking so many opportunities for someone to do something about this guy how how often does this come up around the world yeah it's uh, i was doing the research and i was just getting so annoyed by it right he's in court for like pulling a knife on someone again and he just gets let off again you know it's like this dude's obviously got a fucking problem here like why did someone not do something sooner there could be different situations at play the, uh, the the prisons at the time could be overcrowded. Yeah, and they were going like you have to only take the fucking. This is eighties as well. It's Thatcher's Britain. Yeah, and very very could well been that case that yeah. situation. And it might be like you have to only take the really fucking worst of the worst. Mm. We haven't got the room. You know, there could be other reasons. I suppose. 
it's so annoying though yeah. really is he comes up again 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 it's just like why is he just here you know he just needs locking up or something and also then as well yeah it is Thatcher's Britain it was very conservative Britain as it always has been maybe not for much longer um, god chance would be a fine thing see what happens Tories. Um, and uh, yeah it, it, you know jobs were hard to get and like the whole thing the whole Britain was fucked <laughs> yeah it was screwed weren't it yeah. not that it's not screwed I know, now that's, that's the thing it's, <laughs> it's a slightly there's a like, slight comparison which is never, never good yeah um, so yeah um, they didn't have resources you wouldn't have had money they would not have thought of putting money towards mental health people talking even tracking him so to speak in certain ways obviously technology wasn't there but uh, do you know what I mean yeah Just keeping tabs I mean the, p- the police the police eventually do. do they do keep an eye on him for a couple Good. of years before he does the murders and stuff and that's why he gets caught so quickly spoiler right. but you know they are keeping a, an eye on him because okay. he does get pulled up again and again you know and they go and search his flat and We'll get into that anyway. That's good then. But yeah, he has kept an eye on that way, but it's just crazy the amount of times he comes up in court. It's fucking nuts. Hmm. Um, Okay, so by the end of 1988, Griffiths was back on the streets. Uh, He didn't return to his family after being released and instead began a life on his own. With the help of the probation service, Griffiths was given a flat in northwest Bradford, around 200 yards from the block of flats where Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, killed his first victim. In August 1989, he was in Bradford's Magistrates Court for being in possession of an air rifle in contravention of a ban from a previous court appearance. He was ordered to complete 100 hours of community service. In 1991, after him, he imagined that a group of girls were talking about him. He pulled a knife and held it under the chin of one of the girls, asking her, what are you laughing at, little girl, before walking away? One of the girl's fathers went to see Griffiths a few days later, and when confronted, he again pulled a knife and threatened the man. He was charged with two counts of affray and possessing an offensive weapon in a public place. Okay, uh, uh, right, at this point now, the police have obviously <laughs> gone, right, this isn't good, you're back all the time, it's escalating. Mm. You're putting knives in front of people. It's, only it's, not, take even, the... it's not even now that they start I, watching I, I know, him. but I'm saying, at this point, the police should have, yeah. and I know it's going to not be, at this point, yeah, it's just getting enough. It only takes someone who's a pisshead or someone who wants to have a fight or mm-hmm. on the street to do that. Yeah. Who's going to talk back at it, even when he's got a knife. Yeah. Give him some shit back, and then he's going to stab them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Come on, people. Well, it's only going to escalate. You know, slash, slash that guy's face and I'm gave saying. him 19 stitches, threatening women. What is going on? It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Okay, in October, as he was awaiting trial, he was again assessed by a psychiatrist who stated that Griffiths had a preoccupation with murder, particularly multiple murder. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) flags coming up everywhere. A month later, he was sent for assessment at Rampton High Security Hospital in Nottinghamshire. Surely that's a red flag in itself. If you need to go there to be assessed, you've got a problem. Uh, that place has come up a few times on the show, obviously. 
and he was diagnosed as a schizoid psychopath. So schizoid personality types show little, if any, interest or ability in forming relationships with other people and find it hard to express a full range of emotions. So just so you've got some idea on what that means. Um, in January 1992, he was convicted of all three previous charges uh, and was sentenced to two years in jail. While serving his sentence in Leeds Prison, he came to the attention of a prison warden who was also a fully qualified psychiatric nurse. He was so concerned that he sent a memo to prison authorities warning them of how much Griffiths enjoyed discussing savagery, particularly regarding his idol Peter Sutcliffe, who killed 13 uh, women. Despite his big talk, he was relatively well behaved in prison and was released in spring 1993. He was back in court in October of the same year for again possessing a knife in public. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say anything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, in his personal life, he did have a few relationships. When he was oh younger, yeah, Here we go. get on to his girlfriends now. Uh, when he was younger, he could have been considered good looking, if you like that sort of thing. That's not you saying that. That's not me. That's not me. I'm just saying he could have been in some pictures. People might go, he's all right. You're not selling it. <laughs> yeah, you're not selling it. If I was in the market, Do walking I down sit? the market, and you're selling me fish, and that's a fish, you weren't selling it oh, yeah, to me. I don't think I want to sell you this fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Fishy quim wraps. <laughs> Scrabble. Scrabble throwback. Uh, okay, so relationships. That's not because we did a Scrabble episode. No. Imagine that. It's death by Scrabble. Oh, my God. We've got ten cases today on Scrabble <laughs> by Death, where partners are just so angry at the other one for winning the Scrabble. Um, OK, he was tall and well-built and would wear his long curly hair pulled back into a ponytail. He would dress in a goth style and wear all black clothing with a long leather coat. <sighs> Duster. Oh, yeah, duster. Fucking duster. Yeah, duster. Come on, Matrix. I know. I was looking at all the music he used to listen to. It was like Sisters of Mercy, The I'm Cure. Ma- I love so it. I was like, oh my now. God, it's all my favourite things. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> yeah. I used to work with a guy who had a leather duster in the occasion. Oh case my you God. It's amazing. Uh, it's so much material, though. Yeah, it's so totally. much to like be noticeable and knowledgeable. Like when you're sitting down, it's a lot. It's isn't a lot. It? Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of weight as well. I've got a leather jacket, and that's you quite heavy. One, but though. that's just like normal. It's a bit a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. When he met one young woman through the newspaper's Lonely Hearts section in 1998, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I used to do that, but I remember yeah. seeing it. As them. a kid, it was a fucking best shit to read when you, yeah. had, you didn't have the internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, like your parents have read the paper, whatever, and you're fucking, yeah. I'm going to read this all shit because it's all paper. the weird shit at the back. Yeah, all the free paper. I remember the Friday ads used to have the bizarre, You'd bizarre jobs. section. Jobs. People had died. Yeah. And also things like that. People selling shit. Yeah. And then also like dates. Yeah, all the, the dates shit. and the weird stuff for sale. The gay section had always been huge. The straight section would be like yeah. two or three. Mm. 
um yeah so when he met her um he gave her a framed photograph of himself on their first date <laughs> i did did i do that with you no uh, i should have done hey i've bought you this i did think you were very cute i probably would have accepted it to be fair and just been like oh it's quite sweet <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's the sort of thing i might even do it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't kill birds. He doesn't. All women. All women. <laughs> Disclaimer. Uh, okay, she thought that Griffiths was Griffiths was quote very camp and asked him outright if he was gay. <laughs> this date's going brilliant. Which he denied. This date is going so well. So how did the date go? Brilliant. <sighs> Gave him a picture of me. Then she asked if I was gay. <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd probably ask someone that as well. Uh, they had sex regularly, but Griffiths was unable to come, which would upset him greatly. He lied to her about living... Did she go again? Are you gay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be weird, I think. Um, he lied to her about living at home with his parents, because obviously he's got his own flat. Uh, and oh. it, it wasn't until two years into their relationship that she discovered he actually had his own flat. Why didn't he want to take it back? But where is, he, where is he having sex around at hers? Must be. Or maybe they're getting a hotel or something. Why'd you do that? That's a bit weird, isn't it? If I hadn't been to your place for two years... Or oh, if I hadn't even said you, I said I live with my folks. Yeah. And then found out that you had your own place, I'd be like... Oh, that's a bit weird. What are you doing in there? Murdering women. <laughs> Furiously wanking yeah. all day long. I don't know. I don't know what. Everything would be covered in plastic either way. Uh, Wouldn't be covered. able it's to tell us either jizz or blood. <laughs> um, what's, it, what's going on there? Yeah, weird. We're saying it's introverted, but. Yeah, maybe it just doesn't want to in there. It might be something to do with... He's not like a germaphobe or something, is he? Uh, I think he did. Someone did say he had phobias and would, like, put cotton wool in his ears when he went to sleep because he thought bugs were going to crawl in there. OK, here we go. Maybe it's something to do with that. He probably doesn't let anyone in his place because he's letting germs into his place. Yeah. There you go. Boom! But he starts keeping, keeping loads of random pets and stuff. Yeah, we should probably kill him, isn't he? Uh, no. Okay. Alright. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's very strange, isn't it? Um, he ends up keeping massive lizards. What? Uh, those big fucking things? Yeah, like the massive tanks. ones, yeah. Just used to let them round his flat, apparently. Oh, like those big dragon ones? Yeah. I, don't, I couldn't, they, I couldn't find, bite? I couldn't find, like, the specific make of dragon <laughs> I couldn't find the specific type but it sounds to me like fucking Komodo dragons and they're yeah. massive and like really aggressive is this another reason he doesn't let people around his house maybe it's a bit weird I don't know, Did, I don't know if he's, keep, I, don't he know if he's keep, I don't know if he's keeping them yet um, he's renting. He's got a place in a housing association flat through a probation. Fuck you know. They wouldn't want him having those. There. I don't think he's got them yet. Right. He doesn't start keeping them until later on. But yeah, he was known. We'll get on to it. But he was known as the Lizard Man, imaginatively enough. Like Jim Morrison. But he used the to take him. Used to take him to a nightclub in a bag. 
Not that Jim Morrison's involved in this, that's just me beginning, not saying right. anything. Very Jim Morrison <laughs> bend today. He used to do what? He used to take them to a nightclub in a bar. They weren't that big then. I thought we were like epic big. They're I don't know, I don't think they're, yeah, I don't know. They're fairly big. He's, wa- he's walking was them. He, was he disco dancing with them? No, he's showing off with them. Oh, he's not dancing with them? No. But they're fairly big because he's walking them. <laughs> Gav Mimes dancing. With a lizard. <laughs> You're the lizard. No, with a lizard. Oh, okay. I'm not a lizard dancing. <laughs> but I suppose the lizard would do this too. Anyway. All right. Okay. Okay. But we'll get on to that. Um, however, when she finally went round there and saw his horror memorabilia and weapons on the wall, she yeah, soon ended their relationship. I don't have weapons. Fake weapons. I know, Props. but to, to a standard person. I know, I know. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Could mean you're not standard. Yeah. We've discussed the... Yeah. Have no half sort of standard. A standard person <laughs> would be horrified at this house. They'd be absolutely just... Thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that coffin did in the living room. Yeah. But a standard person would probably walk in and be like... Ah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, right, where are we? Another girlfriend also said she suspected he was gay, as he was very effeminate in his mannerisms. Uh, she said that although she found him odd, she was very much in love with him until he told her he was due in court for an assault on an ex-girlfriend in which he poured boiling water on her. She ended the relationship and Griffiths walked free from his court date. I'm, right. assu- I'm assuming because the woman didn't testify, maybe. Yeah. Um, in another longer-term relationship, Griffiths poisoned his then-girlfriend with antidepressants, and while she was in hospital, he broke into her flat, he stole her two dogs and rehomed them on a traveller's site, but told her that she'd been burgled, all in an effort to undermine her feeling of security so she would agree to move in with him. What a cunt. See, manipulation... Uh, The abuse soon escalated and became physical, but on the day she decided to leave, she found out that she was pregnant. Oh, shit. Yeah. The fucking plot thickens. Definitely. Um, Griffith's behaviour changed and he became more caring, so she decided to give the relationship a go, and the pair were given a council house in Bradford. A few months later, she found out there were complications with the pregnancy and the baby wasn't viable. Uh, She finally escaped when Griffith surprised her with a trip to Belgium. While she was away, she organised for a friend to remove all her belongings from the house and after returning, she went on the run across northern England. Shit! Staying at friends' houses until finally moving back in with her parents. I bet she was like, thank God I didn't have the baby. You know, she might... Obviously, she might want a baby. It's uh, half of it. It's her DNA, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. But but this dude's not a good dude. Yeah, that's not... He's not a good dude. He's not the person to have a baby with. a lock with. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Uh, Griffiths continued a nine-year stalking campaign and would turn up at her house, text and phone her. When she took out restraining orders against him, he would wait for them to expire before resuming his harassment. He would attempt to emotionally blackmail her by saying he had a pet he'd been neglecting for some reason. And it was around this time he began to keep large snakes and lizards. So we're like year 2000 now, around then. This guy's weird. Yeah, definitely. 
got some weird stuff going on. It's mm. not not regular p- path to uh, where he's heading. Yeah, seems just odd. That's what I mean. There's a lot moments. going on here. Yeah, psychiatric uh, hospital is. Yeah, where he needs. He to needs be. medicating mm. big time. Yeah, he needs calming the fuck down. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of uh, uh, enemies in his head. Yeah, and he, he's and devils and whatnot, and he needs to chill them the fuck out. Mm. Mm. So he was commonly known as the Lizard Man, like we were saying, around town. And he would often be seen walking the lizards on leads outside his flat. He would also take them into nightclubs in a bag as a conversation starter. Do you want to see what's in my bag? Oh, I love you. Want to see what's in my bag? Mm. What is that? It's a lizard. How weird, though. Okay. Okay. Oh. You want a drink? No. You weird man. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> to be fair, I'd probably think it was quite cute, but I don't know. Would that attract you if a man's talking to you? Would you go, oh, he's got a listen in his bag, he's all right? No, because if he's not, oh, if he's weird looking or he's weird, then no. I like the lizard. Let's take the lizard home. Probably smells of cheese. Not the lizard. Oh, yeah. That's an off putter, isn't it? Can I take the lizard <coughs> home, though? Yeah. Hmm. that's alright I'll take the lizard home Uh, right in his 30s his behaviour began to escalate and he began drinking heavily taking cocaine and amphetamines and watching and downloading violent pornography one young woman who was a homeless sex worker that Griffiths had befriended said that he would wear women's tights under his clothes and told her he was gay, despite often exchanging heroin for sex with her. Did he come? That's the question. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, he quite probably is bisexual. Um, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> probably more on the gay side and keeping up the woman front for the front. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, another said she noticed a change in Griffiths when he was drinking and he began to complain that he'd been ripped off by sex workers. In 2008, Griffiths began internet dating and joined the Guardian newspaper's relationship site Soulmates, but he had little luck. By the spring of 2009, Griffiths had amassed a history of harassing and abusing ex-partners. I'd love to have seen his dating profile. Oh, God. Um... Guys, <laughs> put me right off in the bird, just took me back back to uh, plenty, agency, yeah, back, to, uh, back to plenty of fish. Ugh. In the previous 10 years, he'd been arrested six times, and in June of the same year, another woman who refused to see Griffiths again was forced to report him to the police after he bombarded her with phone calls and messages, warning in one of them, quote, People don't know what I'm capable of. See, if he had managed to get another person, uh, a partner, he'd probably ignore these old exes because he'd be too busy with this one. Yeah, maybe, but like... He'd not keep a vendetta for... Yeah, but is that's... because he that's, can't get any? That's not the trade-off, is it? Because when he's in a relationship, he's controlling and abusive. So but that's what like, he wants. Not, not saying that that's a good thing. Well, no, it's Whatever, like a, there's he's going to be controlling Whatever. and abusive to one woman, one way or another, isn't yeah, he, really? It's not, it's so it just needs removing from the equation. No, it doesn't help. 
Um, she made a statement in June 2009 and officers called at Griffith's flat in July to conduct a search, but nothing further came of it. Um, they have, but when they do go and search, they have been like confiscating uh, crossbows and weapons and stuff like that. So finding, obviously finding, going in, finding the weapons mm. and taking them. Surely, like we're in the world of the internet now. You know, surely they're they're putting this on a database and it's just being yeah. checked by someone. Going, that there's a flag like some sort of you'd technology so. flagging it. Yeah, you think surely. so? Um, okay. And the police are still not keeping tabs. Yet. I, I think they are keeping an eye on it him must now. Be. So nothing further came of that crossbow but yeah I think they're because they're, they're taking and he's living in a, a, a it's, it's a block area. of flats well, well, yeah guess. it's a block of flats it's a housing association so block of flats so it's like it's obviously like to six hurt, or eight. Yeah. hurt someone yeah yeah well yeah they'd take that wouldn't they of course, if they come, of course. come round if and you've got a knife it. Uh, it depends on the size I guess Hunter's knife, you could potentially have a hunter's knife in a, in a proper sheath somewhere mm. like that. But a crossbow, that's just, that's a close, that's close to a gun almost. I think he had like many weapons Gosh. on the wall and stuff, you know, hanging And out. I suppose he's going to say, I'm a collector. Yeah. Then again, I like I know a guy who's a um, weapon uh, buyer. That guy, so, yeah, yeah. And it's all old yeah, rifles but back then in the day. Prob- Winchester he's rifles, probably got like some mad license for that or something. Yeah, shit of that he can he flash have. the police and they'll be like, yeah, no. Worries. Yeah, he has to drive all around, uh, drive all around the world. Yeah, and he has a, a guns in his car and stuff. And yeah. yeah, so I'm sure he's got some fucking James yeah. Bond license. He hasn't got any weapons actually in his place. But oh, actually, no, that's a lie. He's got two huge safes. Yep, he does. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to, right? Yeah, he if has. I was allowed. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Fill him up. Now I think that. But yeah, I can imagine this guy, who's already got like a record for knife crime, mm. and he's living in a housing association, and they're going around there taking hunting weapons off him. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would hope. That yeah, he's not going to have like a license and be like no, a collector. No, he's not going to look at him. I'm sure you can look at that guy and go, yeah, totally believable. Yeah, he's got a I'm sure he looks like the part and everything. But yeah. you look at this guy and like. Okay, mate, he's doing coke and speed yeah. and drinking. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, keep an eye on this one. Um, Griffith spent increasing amounts of time online and joined networking sites, dating sites, and chat rooms. He also wrote blogs and was most active on MySpace. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, where his username was Ven Pariah which is apparently a character from demonology, but I couldn't find that. I don't know if it's from a book or something that he's read, you know, I don't know. Couldn't find where it's from, personally. Uh, On his page, he posted pictures and biographies of over 120 serial killers, mass murderers and spree killers, including his best favourite, the Yorkshire Ripper, and Fred and Rose West. You like to keep English, then? Oh, he had all sorts up there. He had American ones as well. He's, he wasn't uh, selective. But his favourite was English. His favourite was Yorkshire Ripper, mm. Peter Sutcliffe. But he's in that kind of area, isn't he? That was Peter's territory. Um, he also posted a photo of two crossbows with the caption, Crossbow is family. 
Uh, his profile picture showed him sweaty and bare-chested in his kitchen under a weak light bulb, and he fit- <laughs> he titled the picture, <laughs> quote, Twisted Adonis. Wow. He's got moobs and everything in the picture. It's not a good look. Uh, and next to it, he wrote the passage from the Book of Ezekiel that Samuel L. Jackson's character quotes in Pulp Fiction. Who is this cunt? Ah, embarrassing. Uh, in 2003, Griffiths was admitted onto a course in criminal psychology at the University of Bradford through a programme for mature students and people from an unconventional educational background. He wasn't questioned about any previous mental health issues or criminal convictions in the process. Uh, his thesis was entitled Homicide in an Industrial City, Lethal Violence in Bradford, 1847-1899. to And as it was mainly research-based, he spent much time on his own and began to build an extensive library of serial killer and true crime books. See, he's getting ready to podcast. (laughs) I was going to say, don't look at my bookcase. The staff at Homefield Court, where Griffiths lived, began to regard him as unstable and potentially violent. So this is his block of flats, the people that kind of keep an eye on that. Imagine being his immediate neighbour. I know, it would be terrifying, wouldn't it? So scary. He's making loads of noise, but I don't want to go over. Oh my god! Can you can you do you mind keep the noise down? Oh god! Uh, one of the previous duty managers there had demanded that his office be fitted with a panic button because of <laughs> Griffiths because of Griffiths threats. Red flags. Red flags. And the current caretaker had been warned never to take issue with anything he did and never to visit his flat alone. I thought you said take his shoe. Take his shoe to him. Don't take his shoe. Make his shoe him. Uh, Unbeknownst to Griffiths, the police had been watching him, like we were saying, for some time uh, due to the numerous arrests and call-outs, as well as them having seized the weapons on previous visits. They contacted the Housing Association after Griffiths had been observed reading books on dismemberment. The Housing Association shared the police's concerns and they fitted a better CTV system in anticipation of an incident. So they're just waiting? Yeah. Yeah, they knew that something was going to happen. But they, 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 I guess, yeah, they can't hold him. They've got all these incidents building up, but there's nothing you can really hold him with because he hasn't done anything. But they know something's going to happen. Yeah. Can't they just... I guess you can't even get him into a psychiatric unless there's an incident happens again. <clears throat> you well, he's got to be... I suppose you've got to be them. considered a threat to yourself or someone else, haven't you, before they can, like, And he has been a threat you. to various people. Hmm. I don't know. You would think that there would be something you could do. All of that pushed together. Yeah, you must go, to like... Have, like, he needs to be able to go that's have a, a regular meeting... Yeah. Twice a week. And then if he says, well, I'm not going to do that, then like, well, you know, you have to go to court. And if you don't go to court, but I, I don't know. I'd love to know, know the, the reasoning. Crap, it? I'd, so love, well, I'd love to know reasoning on this. Yeah. Because it is ridiculous. It's it so seems stupid. That spending there's this so, money, I suppose, the evidence. waiting on it and looking on it. And if there's people like watching and waiting CCTV and But I suppose buttons, that's like, all considered circumstantial, is it not? I guess. So it wouldn't it theoretically up stand up it, in no. court. It doesn't hold to evidence, does it? Because it hasn't all. done anything. Yeah. For fuck's sake. It's ridiculous, isn't it? 
Okay, so just in time with the CCTV, because on the 22nd of June, 2009... Good, so I'm glad then that actually something was done almost... Yeah, late. yeah, yeah, at least they're keeping an eye on him, and that's why he gets so arrested so free, quickly. So at least it... It doesn't stop these three deaths. I know. I mean, I'm not excited i'm very interested to see uh, how quick these happening yeah these deaths right, yeah. from succession of each other if he if they're already checking so yeah carry on okay uh so yeah uh june the 22nd 2009 griffiths took 43 year old sex worker susan rushworth back to his flat he killed and dismembered her in the bathtub and he filmed himself on his mobile phone while he did it oh shit yeah Apparently, he talked through it as he did it and filmed himself doing it. So the police have this yeah, video. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do you know? Imagine like some of the videos the police are out of the world. Yeah. Have which are never seen a lot of that. Imagine some of the stuff. Yeah, I know. Some and of the, the stuff they have to say. Some stuff they have to see in court as well. Yeah. God. Yeah, because a lot of people get counselling, don't they? Jury members and things like that, and. You know, if they have to watch videos and... I couldn't do it. No, shocking, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. I love horror movies. I don't like real stuff. Oh, yeah, it's sad. Mm. Um, okay. So, uh, he did the same to 31-year-old Shelley Armitage on April the 26th, 2010. So, so, so hang on, so this first So, he's gone date, from June 2009. Yeah. So, next one is April, end of April 2010. Is, so, he's gone quite a time... So this first person, because it's a sex worker, they haven't taken it seriously. They're looking for her because she might have just moved to another city. Mm-hmm. Anything. But she not, was a sex worker, so not, no one's going to really... At this point, though, we're, I remember when CCTV came out everywhere. It was a fucking big thing in England. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. They yeah. must be able to trace her footsteps. But they don't, because I guess maybe not. So they're not actually completely watching them 24-7. They haven't seen someone go and then him come out and no one else come yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think they're 24-7 so it's but they, but it's I think if there, was film, a, if there was an incident, they would check into it. I can't you believe know, this, but He's got not. away with it. So then he's, then he's just gone all these months. Hmm. And what's he doing in this time? Is he working? What's going he's on? He's doing his law thing, isn't so he? So he's doing that? Well, fuck me. I think he just he's just finishing it now, 2009, because he started 2003 and it's six years. So what's so he done with his body? He's dismembered it, and what's he done yeah. to the bars? Uh, he cooks and eats some of them. Oh, my God. But he throws the rest in the river. Cooks and eats. So it takes him about six, seven months or so to go again. Yeah, well, it was quite a time, yeah probably more like eight or nine isn't it is that the sort of regular sort of gap size we have from people well someone just starting the gap gets smaller as they go doesn't it until they get into berserker mode yeah yeah. so the gaps get smaller and they do get smaller so fuck me okay uh okay so that Shelley Armitage on April 26 2010 and 36 year old Susan Blumirez on May the 21st of the same year so it's next month oh right yeah the gap uh, yeah yeah uh, not even that it's like three weeks uh, these all three of them are all sex workers yeah so uh, he's got his MO or he's got a way he knows he can get away with it yeah he's already been acquainted with sex workers because he's been paying for it for a while yeah single no one goes to his house yeah come check out my lizards 
Yeah. I've done a law degree, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm mental. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, okay, so it's unknown exactly how he killed the women, as Griffiths has never talked about his crimes. Though Blamirez did attempt to escape Griffith's flat and was caught on CCTV as she ran out of his front door. Right. Griffiths is then seen firing a crossbow, which hit oh Blamirez off screen. I think... I'm not sure if this is on YouTube. I can't remember where I saw it. I have seen it. I'll really? try and Yeah, yeah, I'll try and find it and see if I can paste it. He runs it. Like, like Patrick Bateman. He just walks out, a, yeah, like American Psycho. And just fires the crossbow. Uh, and that hits her, but off screen, you don't see that. Um, and then he turns around and flips off the camera so he knows it's watching. Uh, and then he dragged Blamirez back into the flat where he stabbed and dismembered her. You go out there, tell him to turn that music down, oh, open up the door. Fuck Shut him. her out the door. Yeah, just don't go, worry about it, go just sleep. Go home. We listen to it tonight. Um, it's dragging back in. Yeah. That is American Psycho. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's proper Patrick Bateman stuff. British, British Psycho. Yeah, definitely. British, British Psycho. British Psycho. Like a big British Bake Off. Yeah. Big British Psycho. Uh, oh, Griffiths cooked and ate some of the flesh, and the rest he bagged up and disposed of in a nearby river, some of which was discovered on May the 25th. By? Uh, I don't know who by. Okay. Uh, Stephen Griffiths was arrested on May the 24th, so it was the 21st when he killed the last lady, so it took him three three days days to get to him. Um, uh, He gave his name as the Crossbow Cannibal, so he's self-titled, he gave himself that name. The thing is, this dude was just uh, uh, educating himself to be a serial killer. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people think, that he did do that. Just building himself up yeah. to be a serial killer. He did a shit job, though, considering yeah. that he got caught like three days after he did the last murder or whatever it was. But that's why it's weird, though. But I'm wondering if he wanted to get caught. Yeah, maybe. maybe I think he wanted he the notoriety. <clears throat> he wanted that. Is there, no, is there no movies of this guy? No. Documentaries? Oh, there's not really a great deal. Strange. It's not a massive amount. Strange, it's not a movie in it. But. Um, yeah. Uh, and he was subsequently charged with the murders of the three women. Uh, while being interviewed, he claimed to have killed a total, total of five women, suggesting there were more victims. However, after he was convicted of the other murders, he refused to speak to police again. On December the 20th... So it's like a very good chance then, in that... Gap. Yeah, there's a few. A there's a few sus- suspected victims of him. So, the, yeah, because that's what I was surprised with that gap. But you're right, and say so that it does go smaller. But that 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 seems it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's and how do they know just long. those three? Because they saw. I think because the they could place footage. them, and they did CCTV like on the street. He was seen with one of them, and it was around that time when she, you know, she disappeared and. They worked it out from that, and then obviously that other lady was seen basically being killed. Yeah. So it's just kind of worked out like that. And obviously he did want to be noticed, because obviously he flips yeah. the bird at the camera. Yeah. He's wanting to be. Yeah, he knows he it's watching. He wants to go down on podcasts yeah. in the future Yeah. by Gavin Sarah <laughs> talking about him. That's what he wants. It's, we're doing it right. Delete this episode. We're not giving him Stop what he wants. Stop listening, Griffiths. <laughs> 
cover your ears, foul man. You're a twat. So, yeah, I haven't done very well. Yes. Uh, on December 21st, 2010, Griffiths was convicted of all three murders after pleading guilty, and on the same day, he was sentenced to a whole life order, meaning that he will never be eligible for parole because he's a penis. No, he shouldn't be. Wow, that was a fucking good one. There you go. Not in a good in a good way. No, obviously. but I just Someone thought it was quite an interesting killed. story. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. It's got a lot going on. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a bit more gruesome, but obviously with not so much of detail, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it's, it was much it's obviously more very interesting gruesome. in his personal just, story yeah, rather than the actual killing. Yeah, no, he's, I think he's intelligent enough that he probably could have got away with it, but then again... Yeah, he, he's got cocky at that point, maybe. Flipping the bird on the last one. Yeah. That's proper cocky. Yeah. But like you say, I think he wanted the notoriety. I think, so. you know, I think he wanted to be known. But he would have also known that he probably, maybe at that point then, no, because he didn't expect her to run out. Unless, or maybe play the game to let her run out to do that. You never know. Yeah, possibly. Because like he'd already got rid of that many, so he wasn't intelligent enough to get away with them. Mm. He probably could have carried on going for a long time, possibly. Yeah, maybe. If he's done this research, he probably knows how a thing or two. Yeah. Weird. Where is where is he prisoned? Uh, Leeds, I think it is. And that's him done for life. Yeah, just there. And we're just paying for Leeds, or it might have been Wakefield. Actually, he might be in the Wakefield one monster mansion. Been to Wakefield, not a prison. Skate park. Bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, he might be in Monster Mansion with the rest of them. Robert Maudsley and all that lot. Wow, is that what it's titled, Monster Mansion? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go, listeners. There you go. It's Crossbow Cannibal. Crossbow Cannibal, Stephen Griffiths. All right, well, that was quite interesting. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, next time, we like to uh, mix it up. One episode is the killers. One episode is something unusual. Uh, yeah. So. Doing a fun, a fun-ish one next time, maybe. I don't know. It depends. Yeah, 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 I don't could, know. It could get we're weird. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to do some research, actually, in a bit, actually. Yeah, it could get strange. And it is on... Collectors. So, people who collect things. Yeah. And what do they collect? <laughs> is it cheese? I, I don't know. Is it... Rocks. Porn mags. <laughs> there was a guy Dildos. who got killed, didn't he, by a porn avalanche? Well, there we he go. He collected so much porn, Guess it we're fell be on him about and him. he suffocated. Uh, I think it was a Japanese guy, if I remember correctly. Imagine that. Like sometimes, I'm sure everybody, even you, all of you lot listening, at some point, been like, "I wonder how I'm going to die," and it's just a thought that comes in your head. And I'm sure everyone's <laughs> had a thought. This. Eaten I'm gonna by die. cats. At no point, no point did he go smothered in a, a, a tidal wave of pornographic magazines. Spunk Tsunami. Yeah, stuck like Spider-Man. Spunk-a-man. Spunk-a-man. Spunk Rag Mega Wave. <laughs> it's the name of my new band. <laughs> and their new album, Tidal Come. 
And on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, ungendered, non-gendered, or every other sort of gender. And go, you're supposed to be uh, saying some other stuff, aren't you? Oh, now? Of and you're going to say goodnight and just cut you? all the other no, bits I'm out. Like. <laughs> you do some crocheting. You haven't done much recently. I haven't. No, you can still come over to Etsy if you want and find me over there with my crochet horror characters and also custom orders. You yep. can find me on Etsy at Fox's Fabrication 79. Yep. You can find me on the socials at Fox's Fantastic Fabrications. Indeed. And I can also rep the Ghost Hunt UK now as well. There you go. If you fancy coming on a paranormal night, some of them are sleepovers, some of them are just a few hours. We go to all different places over the UK and you can find Ghost Hunt UK on the Facebook page. That's pretty cool. Yeah, come and have a, have a little paranormal evening. Come and find some ghosties and you might see me. Oh, over that, there that going, be scary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping over in the dark, <laughs> falling down holes, going, what the fuck's that? <laughs> uh, if you like horror movies, go to the podcast on Horde Hill. Me and my, da- me and my buddy Dan, uh, we talk about different films. Um, and uh, YouTube, go Deadbolt Films. Yeah, our channel on YouTube. We've got loads of films and things, and we've uh, we've become a legitimate company as well. You are, you're all proper now, aren't you? Yeah, uh, essentially, essentially, this podcast comes under the umbrella of Deadbolt Media Limited. Oh, it is Media Limited, and uh, so yeah, well. so essentially, yeah. I don't know whether to salute or. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Essentially, we are like, really are. I Congratulations guess, to us and everybody else <laughs> in the Deadbolt Media Limited, but a legit company. You have to pay taxes and everything. Nice, but it's good though. You know that's good. So getting up to the world and we could try and make a feature film now. So yeah, I'll uh, be working on that. Anyway, everybody, lock those doors, lock those windows. Also, you can come and find us over on the Facebook page at the High Strangeness Podcast. <laughs> and Instagram and Instagram as well and if you've got any listener suggestions for episodes we're always up for that weird ones we need actually um anything weird you might have heard or thought of or seen or anything that you want us to investigate and see what we can find weird deaths yeah anything just anything weird any listener suggestions hit us up on the socials always up for a message or whatever yeah, and come and join the Facebook page. And if you have suggested some, uh, it's probably because they're the serial killer ones, and we are slowly getting to them. Or we haven't had enough information, enough other stories to add it to make a full episode. Yeah, we have had that problem before. Yeah, with some topics. Um, anyway, lock, yes. doors, windows, doors and windows locked. Look, <laughs> look under the bed. Bed looked under. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your head up the fireplace. Look up the chimney. Yep. Chimney looked up. Okay, chimney looked up. Right, let's oh. get into bed. Ooh. <laughs> let's hope there's not any crossbows going yeah, coming definitely. past our heads. Or lizards at the window. Be I'll, weird, wouldn't it? I might it? let them in, to be fair. Be weird, though, this man's just wandering around with a couple of lizards either side of him with a crossbow. Yeah. It's like some 70s Italian horror movie. Just random man don't go near him if you see him on dating apps stay away yeah dating's on there now I don't think you can do that in prison <laughs> any men with lizards and crossbows yeah. stay away the crossbows mainly the mm. lizards is okay yeah okay alright you've got you 16 trans- there's at least four tranchlers in here in this room <laughs> like- <laughs> more like ten <laughs> okay exactly so you know anyway uh, take care everybody we love you bye bye bye, bye.